Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And here we are, 10-10 on the dot. How about them apples? It is September 30th, 2023. Ricky Chino, Crest of the Star here. The lead jabroni, ready to rock and roll on the AEW Collision Post Show here on the Fightful YouTube channel. We appreciate everybody who is tuning in. We know it is a busy wrestling weekend. Hell, it is a busy wrestling night because as we speak, NXT No Mercy is going on. As we speak, and oh, by the way, we're going to have an NXT No Mercy post show right here on the Fightful YouTube channel, which means we got to hurry up tonight. All right. So He's we're going to do Yeah, we, we, we running through it. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. We will dive into his, uh, every single one of them. All right. Every super chat, every humper chat you send in, they will get read on the show. Guaranteed. And tonight's show, since we're going so fast, is commercial free. Brought to you by Fightful Select. Just $5. Just five dollars, best five. Think of all think of the five dollars like packs of gum and crap that you waste on stuff at the gas station. You could be spending that money. Yeah, like getting a five dollar pack of donuts that you don't need and a diet Dr. Pepper when you could be spending that money on FIFA Select and getting all of Sean Rostep's great work sent right to your email. Uh, it's the best five dollars you are possibly going to spend. Uh, again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Give this video a thumbs up. Give this video uh, a, a like. Some kind of engagement helps drive up our audience. Let's people know we're on tonight going head-to-head. We appreciate everybody doing dual screen because I know y'all are watching NXT No Mercy. Apparently, Ilya Dragunov and uh, Carmelo Hayes are tearing the house down, but I don't believe that match has ended, at least not yet. Oh, no, it has ended, hasn't it? So we got Ooh. a speed run before Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton. Dang, so we got the main event to go. I got a two-minute review, y'all. <laughs> Here we go. Juice Robinson did some stuff. Uh, I think they watched <laughs> the main event, and uh, Tony Storm is awesome. All right, everybody, take care. Thank yeah, you so great. much. Two minutes. <laughs> no, we're, we're joking. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Uh, Iridian not here tonight. Not here tonight. We we miss Iridian, but uh, hey, the 
show must go on with myself and Cresta, although I do have to make a minor announcement, very minor announcement. Uh, for the month of October, I will not be here for the entire month. It'll be the the, the two-man woman power trip. Two-woman power trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> power trip with Cresta and Iridian. Uh, I had an opportunity fall in my lap uh, for local Cincinnati radio that's going to occupy my Saturday nights for the month of October. I did not expect that, but uh, it's one I can't pass up. I'm hoping to come back to y'all in November, but we're going to play it week by week, month by month basis. But uh, it, if, it, if tonight's the last one, it's been an absolute blast, guys. And I, I love getting to spend time with both Iridian and Cresta. So let's dive in to Collision tonight. We open up with Juice Robinson and Andrade. We get a recap of Jay White getting his butt handed to him by the masked figures on Wednesday and the really skinny devil that's supposed to be MJF, according to commentary. But that... That, that man is is more Adam Cole-sized than he is MJF-sized. I'm just throwing that one out there. Uh, Cresta, once again, the numbers game plays a factor early on in this match, even with Bullet Club Gold down a man. Uh, it's three-on-one until the guns get their asses ejected from the ring, trying to hit Andrade with the plaque. Juice ends up showing off a little bit more of Andrade than I think Andrade wanted at the end of it, but he was able to overcome that. Beats Juice with the big DDT. I like the opening of this. There were a lot of things, uh, little tiny things to like about this, including the most interesting part of it was CJ Perry watching on with great interest, uh, maybe doing a little scouting for Mr. Andrade El Idolo uh, tonight. This match was really good for our opener. Like, the guns, you can't come out to an AEW crowd without people just chanting to ask boys. So yep. every week, I'm going to just say shout out to Dan Housen. Because once you're cursed, you're cursed. That's yep. it. Um, commentary kept trying to put over that on Wednesday, it was Andrade who had went and attacked him. It's like, it could be MJF. It has his mask. But it, like you said, that devil figure, too skinny to be MJF. Oh, yeah, he's scrawny. And entirely too small to be Andrade. You say Adam Cole. I say Roderick Strong. Potentially, potentially. I say Roderick Strong for the let's stir the pot. You throw a lot of misdirection. And uh, you wouldn't think it's Roderick Strong because neck health, neck strong. But I recall that match last week where he just said, throw this to the side. Let me wrestle. Oh, oh, my neck as soon as the match is over. So I think it's Roderick Strong. That's just me. That's just me. Now, see, I, I what I love about this so much is everybody's got a theory on who mm. it is. Is it is it Adam Cole? Because you remember, uh, I believe it was at Wembley. They're sitting, it's Adam Cole and it's MJF, and they're in the locker room, and directly behind Adam Cole in the locker room is the devil mask hanging above Adam Cole. So everybody's pointing to that like it's some big Easter egg. Commentary doing a great job of putting, like, Andrade was the guy behind the devil mask. Maybe he wasn't. But maybe he did orchestrate it because he was sick of being constantly outnumbered. So maybe he went out and hired his own, uh, let's call them what they would be, the firm in this situation. Just maybe yeah. not the actual <laughs> firm, right? But maybe maybe they're the firm 2.0. Maybe he goes out there and hires some guns to, to take out Jay White. And, you know, to try to mask it there, he, another pun intended there, mask, uh, he tries to lay the blame on MJF or at least cloud some... Uh, the identities of, of who these people could be, right? Yeah. And you have everybody under the sun who is saying, oh, it's Edge. 
Edge is coming in. That is too small to be Edge. I've seen him in well, real life. Well, it would have been a stand-in because Edge's yeah. contract didn't expire until today. So Fair. maybe they just had a really bad small stand-in. Maybe it was Marco Stunt back there that they brought in for a night. I don't know. But there's not a lot of dudes who are that. You knew it wasn't Andrade. I've seen Andrade. That man's yes. shoulders are the size of a Mack truck. So, like, everybody's sitting here. This is going to be like some retribution type stuff where yeah. the early days of retribution, it was not the members who ended up like these were all small dudes. And then all of a sudden Dijak shows up and he's like, six yeah. foot five. he's like that mother effer has not been in any single one of these segments that y'all have thrown too. together. That would be a good idea to throw us off the case. I had tweeted earlier and I saw someone in the chat say Stokely Hathaway. I kind of said that as a meme, but people are like, no, they definitely attacked Stokely and the firm and it could definitely do something like that. But that me that brings up a good point, Rick. It could be stand-ins until yep. you get the actual people not to put um, anyone hot on their trail. Um, this match, all in all, I think was great. My only complaint... Oh, I'm looking at last week's. Never mind. Never mind. I have the wrong notes. I have the <laughs> wrong notes. I was like, Darby Allen wasn't in this match. What match am I looking at? No, never say, what are you talking about? Where are... I don't have, I don't have, oh, I do have a complaint. I don't okay. know why CJ Perry was looking on on this match. You can't be looking at Juice <laughs> and you can't be looking at Andrade. Jose, the assistant, will fight you. <laughs> so who are you looking at? Not the guns. Like, who are you looking at here, CJ? I think she's clearly looking at Andrade. I, I think, think so, she's too. Clearly looking at Andrade. I don't like unless, that. <laughs> unless she likes the collective of the Bang Bang Gang. She did say multiple clients, right? So maybe she's going to try to work out something with, with Bullet Club Gold. Although now's a bad time to kind of move in on it with, with Jay White getting, you know, unless Miro was behind it. I, I don't know. I mean, but that would be, would but that would be. That would be way too proactive of Miro because we hadn't even seen CJ Perry anywhere exactly. close to Bullet Club Gold. So I'm like, all right. I actually I don't think know. this is the right time to move in on Bullet Club Gold. You got someone, yeah, they just got attacked, but they're in the title scene. They're on every week. They're on collision. Yeah. Andrade's cool, but Andrade stay getting jumped by either House of Black. In this case, now Bullet Club Gold. Yeah. LFI, we don't know what they're doing if they're still with um Andrade. So to me, it would make sense, but Bullet Club Gold does not need a talker. At all. No, they can all no. talk. And sometimes yeah. they talk too much. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I I think Andrade was the target here. But I don't think, honestly, I think we're reading way too much into CJ Perry. I just think True. that was her watching some matches. Like, I think that they're, they're going to they're gonna slow play this, which I like, which mm. means she's going to keep coming back, which means you might as well just give her the damn graphic already. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. 
You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Ready and when, what, Which what I don't understand why they don't. Like, come on, hot and flexible is all elite. <laughs> All I know is, and I know I'm not the only person on this planet who did it. The second she popped up on the screen, I stopped paying attention to what the hell was happening in the damn ring. That's all I'm going to say. I'm trying to be more respectful because I realize I'm a thirsty person. (laughs) (laughs) So respectfully, same, same, my brother. (laughs) Look, and I'm not even that guy, but there's just sometimes you can't help it, you know, like. I mean, that's how I feel when yeah. I watch wrestling. That's how I felt with the embassy match earlier. But I had said this on Grapsity last week. I'm trying to be a changed person because the last thing I need is for some wrestler's wife to be like, hey, who you think you are? Or even worse, some wrestlers like, hey, girl. So I can be like, oh, nah, block. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We get an fun. enemy of my enemy is my friend promo between Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega tonight. They still don't like each other, which. I'm down with that, right? Because just because y'all are both baby faces and you have a common enemy doesn't mean all of a sudden you're buddy-buddy. I hate when pro wrestling does that. They Looking at you, have, MJF, Adam Cole. You, you can have nuanced, subtle layers to all of this. They don't have to be best friends just because they're freaking uh, good guys now. But they say they will watch each other's backs uh, work together to take out the Don Callis family. Then later on in the night, we get the original Alpha and the original Omega tag team action. They get the win tonight over who did they face again? Who were they? They fought the, the Gates, Gates of Agony, Agony Khan Gates and Tangalo. Yes. Is it Tangaloa or, or Tagaloa? Cause I feel like they say eight different names. <laughs> Whatever you said, go with it. Uh, <laughs> we did see earlier in the night, Prince Nana and Don Callis, they were talking, uh, obviously making some kind of, monetary exchange or at least they they made it pretty well known that there was some kind of uh exchange here for the agony services tonight whether or not they could go out there and get the job done against kenny and chris they did not kenny with a rough landing on the dive to the outside but it opens up chris jericho here to lock in the walls get the win and so we find out the answer to the golden question tonight cresta could they coexist? And they did. They did coexist. And then I love the promo that they cut afterwards. Uh, Kenny dropping the original Alpha and Omega line, and they are ready to end Don Callis. Chris calling Sammy Guevara the biggest Judas of them all. He also called him a little bastard. Uh, says he's going to wreck his future and says, yeah, you're right. I'm the villain, and I'm going to be your villain tomorrow and destroy all of your dreams, your hopes, your fantasies, everything. Um, they, they are, they have set up this dream trios match tomorrow night. Very, very well. I liked everything that we saw from Jericho and Kenny Omega tonight. Yes. And no, I like, this was a good go home episode. Let me say that. But I was very much like, Hmm, Hmm. I would have done this differently. This, I, I like how they keep putting over. We could get along. We're professionals. I don't like this guy and we're not going to win no tag team championships. Yeah. 
It's giving your guys are going to fail upwards into a tag team championship because you keep saying that you're not. You, you put the emphasis that you're not. No one said that you would. Sure. Yeah, you didn't even have a match yet. And you're like, I don't like this guy. Also, them both being from Winnipeg, I thought Kenny was from Manitoba. Unless that's the same spot, Joel Pearl, we need your Canadian advice. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I just know where Canada is. Other than yeah. that, I don't. And I think Toronto is like literally across the street from Buffalo, but like, oh, or Detroit, excuse me. But other than that, I don't know anything where <laughs> anything in Canada. Nothing. Um, I they, will put say, fry, they put gravy on French fries up there. It's a weird that's place. Team, baby. <laughs> it's a weird place. Weird place. <laughs> I, I personally have to agree that Gates of Agony do need to start getting some wins on TV. I hear they be winning on ROH, but it kind of feels like I they're fodder. I, I mean, they, I, I, hear, I hear they be getting wins. I, can listen, I can't watch ROH because I'm watching Impact, you know. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Look, but at the I, same time, it's like, I feel like every time I see them on AEW, they lose it. Yeah. Personally, I look Thursday night. That's my night off. Like, I have to have a night of the week off of watching wrestling or i'm gonna go oh. insane and get burnt out so i take thursdays off so no disrespect to impact or ring of honor i don't watch either of them unless i can go back and catch up at a later time which i never have time to do but just thursday's my thursday's my me day i go and i play golf on thursday nights that's just my me day so i would have to hear what people are doing on ring of honor to be honest with you so i'm right there with you I get the, uh, the the quick scoop from Kate and Reg when, we, when they hand it over to us. But it's like, I think the Gates of Agony look great, especially with Prince Nana being so over. To me, to me, I don't think a loss here would have affected Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Will they, won't they coexist? Because they proved that they couldn't coexist even after they had a bump. I think that with Prince Nana being so over right now, and I, I absolutely expect Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho to win tomorrow. Absolutely. I don't I do. think them losing here would have hurt. It might have. Will they, won't they? And if you guys aren't winning the tag titles, well, then stop saying it. It's okay to take a loss. That's just me. But it was a good match. It was a smosh fest, but it was a good smosh fest. I, I think I think Sammy's beating Jericho tomorrow. I think that's the finish. I, I don't think that they're going to get over on the Don Callis family on this one. I, I like Sammy Guevara to get the win tomorrow. Uh, Tony Storm continues to be the literal best thing on television, not just yeah. wrestling television, television, period. Give her all the Emmys right now. Every single damn one of them. We get part two of a portrait of a star and RJ city just opens it up. Cause she's already like distraught at the beginning of it. She just looks like she doesn't want to be there. And he's like, Hey, we, we, we can do this at another time. She's like, oh, we're already here. Just just roll with it. And he asks her, "What's what, what do you think the, the peak of her career has been? And she just goes off. What's wrong with now? All I do is peak. Business can be a cruel mistress. And then she drops a couple of WWE nuggets. And, you know, she does miss the, the good old days. Slap on a backwards cap. Slap a pie in someone's face. And people love you. Pardon her for being a star. She's going to remind people what one of those looks like. Then she asks RJ City if he is coming on to her and then gets pissed when he says no. My goodness, it was a 45-second roller coaster, but I enjoyed every second of the ride, Cresta. Three Gs. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss, and that's what she's doing right now, and it's fantastic. It is fantastic. From the awkward position of both her piece, poor RJ is like, listen, ma'am, I don't know why your feet are there. We can do this later, ma'am. And then she takes his head at the end and it's like, 
I've been a star. Are you kidding on me? No, I'm a professional. I'm not good enough. Yeah. Why the <laughs> hell not? <laughs> it's like, Tony, first of all, you're going to have to fight your gremlin fiance husband. No one wants to do that. <laughs> we will never not hear about it for weeks. No one wants to fight your gremlin of a husband. Thank you very much. Second of all, ma'am, you took his hand. <laughs> ma'am, this is fantastic. This is Pete. I want to see this all. I don't, Tony Storm could go out there and just go like this next to the ring. Like, I want to be champion. I'll, and I would still, 10 stars. It was great. This was great. Just give her her own sitcom at this point. Like, I would watch 30 minutes of this, like, every week. Like, <laughs> literally every week. Like, and, and and maybe that would burn it out too much. Maybe they're playing their cards just right. Maybe this uh -huh. is one of those characters where less is more. But what they're doing right now is 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 just hitting. She's clearly insane. And yeah. it's she's going through some stuff right now. She's going through, going through a lot of stuff right now. I did hit get somebody hit me up on Twitter saying, I, when are we going to get her and Juice on the same screen at the same time? And I'm like, I hear you. Chaos. But right now, it does not make sense. Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense at all for that right now. I will also say that if you wanted to ever bring back in the outcast, that's so open-ended. Cause I think Soraya more than Ruby Soho has a little bit more compassion. Cause I remember they had an interview. She was like, she doesn't need to get beat up. Our friend is crazy. Easy. She's yeah. literally bonkers. So maybe, and maybe they might, she might hit her head again and become ultra violent. Who knows? <laughs> you know, that might be a great way to snap her out of it. Once this thing finally runs its course, maybe she just gets, you know, taken, takes a shot off the head and, all of a sudden, she wakes up like, "Where am I? What what's going on? Where? Why I've why am I dressed it. like Marilyn Monroe? What is happening?" I've watched like? enough Impact to see an undead realm gimmick. <laughs> There's no an undead realm gimmick when I see one. Right now, before she was Tony Storm. Right now, she's Antonio Storm Stormlet <laughs> Stormlet. And when she comes back, she'll be Anthony Violet Storm. <laughs> she'll be Category Five. I love it. It's such good shit, pal. <laughs> Uh, we get the kingdom and the best friends tonight. Um, admittedly, I didn't see a whole lot of this one. Uh, family related issues, i.e. I kids not going to sleep upstairs. But I did catch the Death Valley driver onto the steel ring steps. Like I literally walked back into the office and that's what I see. And I'm like, Jesus, criminy, God, Lord. Uh, Trent Beretta delivering that to Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett took some shots in this match tonight. And I Mike Bennett got beat it. up tonight. Holy well, he crap. Got his ass whooped, and I respect him for it. Uh, best friends look like they got this one in the bag with the double pile driver, but Mike gets his foot on the rope. And then we get a double dick punch, Cresta, a top rope spike pile driver. Kingdom get the victory. And then they are right the F out of there. They got to get back on the red eye flights. They already had their suitcases ringside because that's how good of a friends they are for Roddy Strong. They get on the mic and say, don't worry, buddy. We're just six hours away. And then they tell Adam Cole to meet them at Roddy's house. Now, that is very interesting. They even called him selfish, saying, you better not go get your you can go get your surgery if you want to, you selfish ass. That like, come get us at Roddy's house right now. That This is getting interesting. I think, and again, this goes back to what we talked about who was behind those masks. Y'all had y'all suitcases because y'all were the ones who jumped in. Come on. You don't want people to look <laughs> through your stuff. They know why you bringing your suitcases to the ring. And where did you put them? By the announce? I've never heard of that, girl. It's guilty. You couldn't put it under the ring because Dan House is going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, Dan Housen could be behind the devil mask. He's a scrawny dude. On the one hand, yes. But on the <laughs> other hand, you would know if it was Dan Housen. He'd be walking like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he would start talking. Unless, <laughs> unless we're getting Dan Housen's evil twin. I didn't know Dan Housen had an evil twin. He doesn't. I'm just throwing shit out there. <laughs> I believe, listen, with all the weird things about Dan Housen teeth, human monies, it wouldn't surprise me if Dan Housen had an evil twin named Brad Housen or something. So, I, I would, look, this is just something I threw out there, like just spitballing off the top of my head because you brought him up and I'm like, oh, wait, he's skinny. Maybe it was him under the, under the, under the mask. I would love it if he came back and they had, like, just had him playing like this straight lace. Look, we know you're Dan Housen, but I'm not Dan Housen. Dan Housen starts even... painting his face like Darby Allen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Darby like, Allen. Not, not even any Dan Housen. <laughs> not even just face paint. Like, he just comes back and just, he's he's playing like a different, he almost does like an Elias Ezekiel type thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> where he's playing two different characters at the same time. Like, I, I that man's talented enough. He can pull it off. He can pull it off. It. And it'd be a great way to elevate him up on the card, too, as well. But then who's Kevin Owens going? <sighs> Are you Dan Allen? <laughs> oh, they got plenty of dudes. They got they got plenty of dudes who can roll up with this. That'd be great. Honestly, tell out that's a great idea. That's a great idea. No, it's not a great idea. I'm a whore mustache that I've had it. Rick, how do you deal with this all? How, Rick? Uh, I, you know, lack of glue. You know, I don't. I don't have to, I'll have to put my like mine's not in danger of falling off unless my kids are yanking on it. Uh, we do got a humper chat from Bizarro Big L Cresta. The ass boys are just too cheap to get uncursed. They just owe Dan Housen money. Uh, one of the newer theories has been Britt Baker. She's tired of Max taking her man. I'm not fully believing Cole's injury. Uh, with Steiner math, this may be a uh, Kevin Nash cast. There, there has been a lot of people. Now, I'm glad I wasn't the only one because I'm sitting here. I'm like, I don't buy Kevin this. Nash. Like, there, there's just something about this that I don't. Buy even even if Brit is tweeting out photos of his of his busted up ankle, right? Even Yo, his it, ankle looks bad. It looks it looks messed up, right? Like even if you got you know Sean Ross app on Fightful Select, just five dollars, saying, "Hey, look, there's many of the company who believe he is going to go get surgery and he's going to be out for an extended period of time and he's not going to be at TV and this that, and that." There's something about this that doesn't smell right. I don't know what it is. I'm not conspiracy theory guy. I'm not ruling out until until this man actually undergo surgery or he doesn't show up on tv for four weeks and we get somebody else unmasked i cannot rule out adam cole being the guy behind that mask i just cannot that's fair i feel like aew kind of does that to himself too because they are so good at skirting the line of worky shoot work kayfabe real where sometimes you can't even trust your own eyes i want to believe that it's not a work that adam cole's leg looks as bad as what Britt baker said because i think that AEW, they be working, but they don't work their fans like that. They wouldn't do that. But AEW fans are skeptic. Remember when CM Punk got fired? People were like, hey, CM Punk's not fired. This is just a working McWorking team. Yeah. I don't think. Dude, this, I remember. How many times, how many times did Sean, when Cody's contract was up, have to literally scream into a camera, this is not a work? I was one of those people who thought Cody going there was a work. It's like, ain't no way, Mr. Smashing the Throne, Mr. Smashing the Tank, ain't no way. And then when his music hit, this was me. Get the fuck <laughs> <laughs> But I do love this. Look, 
there there's something that Eddie Kingston said in a in a promo or in a, in an interview this week where he was like, "Look, I think we're kind of going starting to go backwards here because everybody is constantly looking behind the curtain. Like, I think people want to see. I, I think people want to have that reality blurred, and they want to mm-hmm. question, and they want to see the conflict, and and this, that, and the other thing, and they just want to enjoy the show again. So I'm I'm actually cool with this. If they if they're working us with this Adam Cole thing or 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 they're just completely not. I'm glad that it's a question. I'm glad that it's a question. Yeah. And I have a gut feeling that Adam Cole could be involved in this, even if he is legitimately 100% injured. Yeah, no, I agree with that Eddie Kingston statement. I think wrestling and AEW, again, does such a good job. You want to enjoy it, but because you enjoy it so much, you want to look deeper. People are yeah. very lore driven now. And if it's a work, brother, I like getting worked. That's why I watch wrestling. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. And please, I honestly hope that they're working us because I'm not that conspiracy theory guy, but I, I, I do trust my gut a lot. Mm-hmm. And if it ends up being Adam Cole behind this and he's doing the whole Kevin Nash in a cast wheelchair type situation, that, I'm going to vindicated wrong. AF because my alarms have been going off about this since Adam Cole's promo on Wednesday. If Adam Cole comes out and has the Kevin Nash um, cast, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to laugh. That's all I can do is laugh. That's all I can do is laugh. I'm I'm going to laugh. I'm just going to laugh. Because that's that's funny. You got me, gal. And I can't believe you would work me in such a way, wrestling. I'm Look, still going to watch. There's just, there's just been part of me from the beginning that feels like Adam Cole is playing the long game. And he's playing MJ at this entire time. because he Because he is he's constantly manipulating MJF into doing things he wouldn't do. Like defending the Ring of Honor tag team titles in a handicap match tomorrow against the Righteous. Like, that is not something that MJF would be doing, especially when he's not 100% with his neck messed up and this, that, and this. He is playing this man. Maybe he's At least to be he next was strong. playing this man if he is legitimately hurt. This sucks. That's the other reason. I don't want him to be legitimately hurt because yeah. so much of what AEW is doing really great right now is centered around two people, Tony Storm and Adam Cole. So he's a key figure in what AEW is doing on so many different levels right now. We have Chris Statlander and Julia Hart. They put together a great, a great uh, video package for them tonight. Chris Statlander saying she, uh, she ain't scared of no spooky bitch. She ain't gonna, they ain't going to stop her and her win streak. Uh, Julia ends up beating Vert Vixen tonight. So oh, you're good. I, I barely even heard it. Julia ends up beating Vert Vixen tonight. Nice to see Vert back on the show. Uh, she hits her with that, like, physics-defying moonsault that she does. I swear to God, this woman just floats in the air before she ends up coming back down and, uh, and lands on top of her opponent. Uh, she calls out Statlander. Stat shows up. She's flanked by the best friends. Julia just playing some mind games, backs away. Then we get stats screaming into the microphone on this one. This was a nice little setup. I'm really looking forward to this match tomorrow because both Chris and Julia are on a roll. Uh I like the fact that Julia has been undefeated since April of last year. Granted, most of those matches were on AEW Dark and AEW Elevation, but she has really come into her own as an in-room performer, as a character performer. Her last loss was to Chris Statlander. There's a nice story that's been building here, and I genuinely have no clue who's winning tomorrow, Krista. I will say this, and this this is kind of a problem that I had with Jay Cargo. What makes me upset is that a lot of these winning streaks for these women's matches, we either A, don't see them, 
B, it's like enhance it, or you get seven minutes at 920. And it's kind of <laughs> frustrating. Because yeah, it's like Julia Hart winning is great. Okay, she's on this undefeated streak, but I couldn't tell you what a Julia Hart match was besides Willow and her and Sky Blue in the last two weeks. And that's Those real. Those are the ones that were televised. <laughs> and that's real. Like, that is so frustrating because Julia Hart is good. Like, those of you who don't know, our boy Rick was out here talking to Julia Hart to see her next to Brody King, uh, Malachi Black. Uh, Buddy Matthews. Thank you. Buddy Matthews. It's like, these are big, wide, menacing dudes. And then Julia Hart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but she's tearing it up. She is so yeah. strong and she's coming to her own in this. It's just incredibly frustrating when you have these women on these winning streaks. It's either against 50 enhancement girls or they have one or two right before they lose it. Yeah. So um, I did talk to her today, just this afternoon. Uh, I got the video edited. That'll drop tomorrow, 9 a.m. on the Believe in Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. That is spelled B-L-E-A-B. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, article uh, is going to drop. Right around the same time or shortly thereafter, I have to finish writing it after this uh, after this show here tonight. But uh, that'll be on CagesideSeats.com. Uh, one-stop shop for everything, by the way. Follow me on Twitter, at Rick Uccino. So check out that conversation with Julia. She's great. Uh, she was in her full getup because I talked to her backstage before she was getting ready to go out on Collision tonight. So uh, kind of a last-minute thing, but uh, really great. Really, really great conversation. I'm a big fan of Julia. Uh, and she's a big fan of herself, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I respect the hell out of that. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, watch the interview tomorrow, 9 a.m. and check that out. Uh, Krista, I got to say, the righteous are starting to grow on me here a little bit. I liked this video package that they put together tonight. I thought it was their best one out of this series that they've been putting together where they're out in this doing their 1970s Dahmer hippie routine about playing out in the field. <laughs> I liked it tonight because I actually like understood what they were talking about, what their messaging was tonight. They go out there and they defeat Johnny and Jeremy Jabrista. Uh, That's also- very nice of you. <laughs> uh, what are their actual names? Hang on. I know Drew wrote it in the chat. Uh, I have it somewhere. It. Travis Williams and Judas Icarus. Yes, uh, God. Yes, but I like Johnny and Jeremy Jabrista. Shout out to the uh, coffee scene in Seattle. Um, and then afterwards, right? So very, very quick match. They they beat up these two guys. And then they, look, I did not have the righteous going full Kathy Bates on my uh, 2023 bingo card. But they are go- out here going straight from misery. They put this two by four in between uh, Mr. Icarus's legs and bash it like, have, have you ever seen Misery? Away. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say go full Kathy Bates? All right, I'm yes. just making sure because I know there's some Gen Zers in the chat right now. I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. But I did not have that on my bingo card. And they say they're going to do that to MJF tomorrow. I don't think they are. I think MJF wins this match, somehow retains the titles, even though he may get his butt whooped. But they, they are definitely building up the righteous here. They they Tony Khan, I get the sense, he likes them and wants them to do well, even though their crowd reactions are, they're nothing right now. They're nothing right now, but I guarantee you, if they stay on this path, when Vincent is coming down to the ring and he's snapping, sooner or later, the crowd's going to start snapping with him. I mean, I'm glad you have that very high opinion of the righteous. I call them Dark Order White because that's what they remind me of. However, however, tonight, their vignette and their post-match speech 
I truly believed for that one moment they're going to take it away from them. In their vignette, I don't know if you saw, but they had the string people or the paper people. Yeah. MJF had the, the thing on and it said, LOL. Um, Adam Coles had liar. They had Roderick Strong's thing with the neck. And you could see before they ripped it off, the, the neck was already broken. There's a lot of imagery here. Like if the righteous are people watching from the outside looking in, it's like we see a whole mockery what's going on and you really don't need to involve the Ring of Honor titles with it. So we're going to take you out of here. You yep. guys can play with Adam Cole being a liar. M liar. Adam Cole being a liar. MJF being a dumb jabroni. He truly is the devil, but you guys are devil worshippers, but you don't want to admit that he's a bad guy. What is happening here? We know they're going to turn on each other. That's cool. Don't involve ROH in it. So let me go ahead and take those titles off for you because what are you going to do when the only thing y'all still have bonding over is these ROH titles? Yeah, and uh, it sucks that you could clearly tell the vignette was filmed before Cole's injury, which is uh -huh. one of the things that makes me feel like it is a legitimate injury. And I'm not uh -huh. saying that he's not legitimately injured. I just, maybe they're overselling how severe the injury is, right? So, uh, but you could tell the vignette was filmed when it was going to be a tag team match, which is, I think, why they set up and did the the in-ring promo uh -huh. afterward, right? And I did I did enjoy that as well. So uh, I don't think they have a prayer of, of winning this match against MJF, which is weird considering that it's the 2-1-1 handicap match. I just feel like it's it set up it's set up for the kingdom to be the ones to take the ring of honor tag team titles i think that's I mean, that's got to be the end game i want to like agree with you i want to agree with you but i'm i'm going with let's say adam cole's injury is legit mjf really don't need to be holding on to both those titles while adam right. cole recovers and right. i wouldn't be upset seeing the righteous versus the kingdom and even if the kingdom take it off the righteous it's still roh versus roh don't hate that idea but what you're saying makes sense but again I wouldn't want Adam Cole, I mean, MJF holding on to those titles for quote unquote another promotion until Adam Cole gets better. If Adam, if this is a Kevin Nash moment, great, here for it. If it's not, you even if you get cheated out your boots, MJF deserves to lose that then. Yeah, you you can't you can't hold but you three titles. What are you what are you are you Roman Reigns? What is happening here? Pack it up. Get him a Paul Heyman to carry some of that shit around, will you? Or uh, find you a friend, but MJF don't got no friends because every friend you've ever had, you stabbed them. The moment they looked at you, like you stabbed them. Hell, he's wanted to stab Adam Cole like six times. There's something in your gut, and put him in the damn bay next time, bay bay. Put him in the damn bay next time, MJF. I don't trust that man. I don't Me trust either. him. He's too nice. He's too nice. I don't trust him. Uh, we got a uh, super chat from uh, Van Twin Blade. Thank you very much. Uh, Donovan Danhausen, government name, evolved into Danhausen partly at Glory Pro. Uh, you can see him develop the character uh, on YouTube. Yes. So, hey, there you go. We could do Donovan Danhausen. That sounds like a lawyer. That sounds like smart Mark Sterling. Donovan Danhausen here, here to take your wrestling inquiries. So you want to sue Danhausen for cursing you with the name Ass Boys? I don't think that falls under litigious litigation here. <laughs> you could do side-by-side -side shots with both of them in the same picture. I'm telling you, it could work. E even if he's not the guy behind the devil mask, I kind of talked myself into wanting to see this. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Bizarro Big L with another Humper chat. Rick disappearing in October makes it seem like he got bit by a werewolf. Uh, Rick, don't forget the uh, milk since you are leaving us. Uh, hit a 40-foot birdie today for 94. Very, very nice. And Danhausen did wear the El Generico mask for a few matches. 
uh, Mumu Housen and Nurse Housen. So thank you, uh, Bizarro Big L. Always, always all over the map with those Humper Chats, but we appreciate them as always. All right, we got to speed things up here. Uh, great video package for Darby and Christian tonight. Darby getting what he wants, Cresta, a main event match in Seattle. Christian continues to be an absolute menace. He tells Darby that the end game is going to be the death of his career after he shits all over, you know, Darby's dead uncle and all this other shit. Darby saying there is no way in hell he is losing in Seattle, but Cresta Christian Cage is involved in a main event match of a major pay-per-view and AEW continues to say it is an end of an era. End of an era, Cresta. Are we seeing Adam Copeland tomorrow night after the main event of AEW Wrestle Dream? Like, is that is that is that what is actually happening here? Is is did this at both Adam Copeland and Edge have been trending on the X, by the way, all damn day since it was first mentioned that Darby and uh, Christian are closing the show tomorrow. I was talking about this on Wednesday and people were saying that Adam Cole is definitely going to show up on Saturday. Not Adam Cole. Um, Adam, Adam Cole is going to show up. AC. Sorry, y'all. I mean, I, I could, I can hear the, you think you can know me and not the on this day, that other music, yeah. it wasn't drowning pool. It was another one that somebody had put me onto and it was, it was a good song. Uh, oh my God. It was another, uh, not the end of the road or something like that. The I Rob cannot, Zombie one. Yes. I cannot yeah. think of the name of it. I could see uh, that. Which one that would be cute. I was also thinking, like, if that's the case, does because I kept saying Nick Wayne is going to turn on Darby Allen for being so forgiven to AR Fox, who was just up there making fun of him like Christian. But if Edge comes, like, do you do Edge versus Christian? Who doesn't want to see Edge and Christian? I want to see Edge versus Christian, but I definitely want to see Edge and Christian first. <laughs> Edge and Christian uh, versus the Hardy Boys in 2024. What is this madness? <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, if you got all four of those guys, you got to do it, right? I think if, if he shows up, if Adam Copeland shows up, I kind of almost want him to be somebody different, but he, they tried that in WWE with Judgment Day, and it didn't work, right? So, But people are going to be excited to see him there. You're going to have to start him off as a babyface. So maybe he feuds with Christian. Maybe he helps Darby win. He feuds with Christian, and then they form the tag team. They could slow play and then he that. he turns on Darby Allen. Later on. Uh, by the way, uh, never gonna stop me. That is the Rob Zombie song that was Edge's uh, entrance music for a long time before they switched to uh, to Alter Bridge. But uh, yeah, man, now I want to hear that song. I really, really want to hear that song. Um, man, it's gonna be weird. It is gonna be really, really weird if Adam shows up tomorrow night in AEW and is wrestling for a different company for the first time in. That's true. Quarter century. It just it's it, it it's gonna feel wrong. By the way, and I know exactly how I'm gonna feel. I know exactly I'm gonna feel the same way that I'm gonna feel when Christian first showed up, but maybe for different reasons. Like it felt really weird seeing Christian show up in AEW, and I was actually pissed when it happened because I was like, "How dare!" Like he come back. And we're not going to get an Edge and Christian reunion beyond uh, a hug in the middle of the freaking Thunderdome Royal Rumble. Like, that's not all bad. we're going to get. These guys coming back from career-ending injuries, and all we're getting is one hug in the Thunderdome Royal Rumble. Now we got an opportunity here. Maybe there's something else. Maybe these two can feud with one another. They can wrestle. They can tag with one another, depending on how much time they have left. 
Edge has talked about he doesn't feel like he's got that many matches in him. So can you can you do that whole story? Can you with however many matches that Edge believes he has left? What is his name actually going to be? I have a lot of questions, Krista. I have a lot of questions, but I definitely get the sense that he's showing up if this is the match that's main eventing. I know Darby is from Seattle, but Brian Danielson ain't that far away, right? Like he called Seattle his hometown. All right. I, I don't remember where he's actually from. It's the Aberdeen, I mean, Washington, I think. Yeah, he's Aberdeen. Out of. Thank you. Aberdeen, Thank Washington. You. Not that far away. Okay. So you figure Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. would be the main event, but the fact that it's it's Darby and Christian makes me feel like okay, yeah. so, something big is going down tomorrow. No, I completely agree with that. When they said that this was going to be the main event, I was like, huh, hmm, That's okay. I'm not mad at it. I will say from watching, starting to watch from eight, 2018 till now, wrestling business is booming. The fact that Jade can go to WWE, Adam Copeland, Sexton Hardcastle, doesn't matter. The fact that he can go to freaking AEW, I'm happy for it. Let these people make their money. And if you want to go play wrestling with your friends in another company without someone telling you got to be spooky LaDuca, let them do it. You know what I mean? I'm happy for them. If this leads us, like, again, to an Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys, the, the geriatric reunion, I'm with it. I want to I wanna see it for me, for my the geriatric reunion. You did not just call, Listen, them, call that when man When it geriatric. comes to certain old people, I always say elder abuse. But Christian Cage is the only old person. I'm like, yo, you can beat him up. He be talking about people's dad. You can beat him up. <laughs> All right. I do believe No Mercy wrapped up. We're going to be having a No Mercy review show that's going to be popping up here uh, within the next uh, 18 minutes or so. So let's skip on to the main event. Cresta, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Aussie Open versus FTR, Brian Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta. Oh, my God. Did they screw up the ending of this? Did they screw uh, up the ending? Did they mess up the ending of this one? Jace, because honestly, I don't blame Arby Edwards. Y'all are not gonna troll me like y'all trolled Rick Knox for not calling the. She did her job. She, she counted job. three, and the audience couldn't believe it. And the ring, the the guy with the ring bell was like, "Wait, really? Was that? Oh shit! All right, ding, ding, ding. Let's go." Uh, Cash was there, right? It looked like Cash was trying to pull. I, I don't even know who who got the pin. It, um, Dax. Uh, Dax Cash got, got pinned. Who was who was covering? I can't remember. I believe it was someone from Aussie Open. And I want to say yeah. it was Mark Davis. I want to say it was Mark Davis. Mark uh, Davis is the with, guy with the thick mustache. Yeah, so let's go with Davis. So Davis. Davis is covering Dax. Dax got taken out, and he's out for the count, which Cash is supposed to come in, and he does. He wanted to do that thing where he was pulling the dude away. He didn't pull him off on top, off top of Dax in time, and Aubrey counted the three, and I do not think that was supposed to happen. Same. Everybody's look was... Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Ricky Sox was like, well, you better be faster than that. <laughs> I No, Ricky. Yeah, exactly. Ricky just ate it up. He just oh, Ricky got the pin. Yeah. That, that smirk, that Ricky Stark smirk. And I actually don't hate it because Ricky's yeah. team gets a win because I felt like Ricky's team was going to lose. Same. Same. <laughs> so I'm good with it. And you know why? Because the ending afterwards, everybody just picked up and 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 went on. The show went on. We uh -huh. still got the Brian Danielson and the Zack Sabre Jr. showdown in the middle of the ring. Zack Sabre Jr. on commentary tonight with Nigel McGuinness. Those two were spectacular. I mean, they just absolute savagery with some of Nigel the Nigel McGuinness was on one tonight. Bro. So was Zach. I was very surprised. That man's quick-witted. I mean, he's talking about, look, that man, uh, Brian Dennison's going to hurt his other elbow just existing. Like, oh, my damn, dude. 
He hits a drop kick off the top rope and he says, there goes another brain cell. Like, doesn't even skip a beat. Like, he's just rattling these lines off. Not going to get this early in the night. Was talking about um, was talking about how last like two weeks ago when they had the strap match, he was saying Daniel Daniel Bryanson is whipped, and they had alluded to something like that when uh, Juice Robinson was uh, wrestling uh, with Tony Storm, and uh, Kevin Kelly was like, "How can we even say that about Juice? He's married." He said, "Well, the difference is they whip each other." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Nigel McGinnis is was a. I don't know how he was. He was a commentated terrorist today. He was like, "You suck, you suck, you suck." Ah. <laughs> like, is it was it just weird? Like Jr. just stopped talking like during the main event because those two were just on one. Like Nigel and Zach were just absolutely on one. And it was Jr. Like, got what? off his internet comment. And was like, "I don't care no more." Screw he's y'all. like, he's like, why, why even bother like messing this up? Because this is gold. And I think Jr. would take a step back. Like, why would I screw this up right now? There, those two dudes were cooking on commentary. I did enjoy the heck out of this match. Uh, another good showing for for Big Bill, by the way. Ricky yeah, Starks he got worked him. over too. Ricky was great. He got that superstar entrance to open up this contest with the pyro and everything. There was a lot to like about this. Even like, look, even if they did screw it up, right? Who cares? At the end of the day, like whoever won this match, it, it like it's not the most important thing. Yeah. But I'm glad that Ricky's team got a win. Like, I think it actually helps out Ricky's team, Ricky more than anything that he didn't yeah. lose to Danielson again. Yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. Um, it sucks that it had to shake out this way. Who knows yeah. why it shook out this way? I'm assuming it's just people late, people just trying to add a little bit more drama to it, and the drama was just like, Meh. The timing was just off. I think, the, I think the timing was just off, and Aubrey did her job, especially after yeah. the Rick Knox incident, where he didn't count the three with John out, and then John has a concussion, and he's got to eat another driver and get the match pinned. I think, look, I mean, Sean Ross at FIFA Select again, just five dollars reported that there was some heat on on Knox for that spot. So Aubrey did her job. She counted the three and was like, "Well, dude, bro, was still on top. That's a pinfall. Let's go, match over." But it worked out. It worked out. It the post match brawl was great. The stare down. Zach Saber Jr. is so disrespectful. The way he was just looking down at Brian saying, like, oh, you so short. And then the straight choke. Oh no. Oh no. You can't straight choke another man. Oh no. Oh no. That was so disrespectful. Just a oh no. <laughs> I, I think it look, I think it worked out great. I think everybody just, you know, kept right along with it. Uh yeah. maybe, maybe it sucks for Dax because you know he. He got pinned by the team, by the, the, you know, half one half of the team that they're playing tomorrow night. So maybe that's not the the angle they wanted to go with there. I feel like, I feel like if anybody was going to get beat on that team, it was going to be Yuta. Yeah, Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh. Well, they gotta get, you just got a match tomorrow, too, so maybe it would have been big, but I don't know. I would have been interested to see how the actual, like, what, Bill's the only guy who doesn't have a match tomorrow, right? Like, that was involved thought, in this? Probably. Actually, yeah. Yeah, so maybe yeah. Bill would have been the one who ended up taking the pin or had to submit at some point. It looked like he was going to submit to Brian, who had a great counter taking the choke slam and Brendan flipping around and bringing the big uh-huh. redwood down and lock him into the, to the LaBelle lock for a second there. I almost thought that was going to be the match, but then Same. they were able to break that up. Uh, we also did get quad yes kicks in this match, which I was geeking out about. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. Love that. True. So lots to like about this, even if they did uh, screw up the finish tonight. And honestly, there's no, it's not a guarantee they did screw up the finish. It just seemed awkward. It makes me believe yeah. that they did. A uh, couple of uh, super chats before we get out tonight. Uh, United Slap Nuts says Edge helps Christian both be funny heels afterwards. I could see that. I could. I still think that. Um, I still think they bring Edge as an, as a baby face. At he least could be a baby face. Christian's over. Christian even talking chatter yeah. about people's moms. Christian is over. And in AEW, it's low-key bizarro land. The heels are very much over, and we boo the baby faces because we want them to go heel. So yep. Uh Drew with a super chat saying if Edge, Christian Cage, Brian Danielson, and Soraya are all in the same company after having to retire, that would be wild. Yes, it would. Next strong. That's and the, the fact, next strong crew. And what makes that even more wild is it's not WWE that they're all in. That's that's crazy, and it's not impact. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus! All right, we got uh, we got the No Mercy review show that's going to be starting up here in about ten minutes. So, Cresta, where can people find your stuff? Plug Ladies and gentlemen, cool. follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, Cresta D Star. There's a link to you in my bio every Thursdays and Saturdays. I am here on Fightful with Ricky Chino, who won't be here next month. It'll be the two woman power trip, myself and Iridian, and sometimes Sean Rossap. On Thursdays, it's myself and Joe Pearl going over all things Impact Wrestling and at Bound for Glory. Steven Jensen will be there with us to review it. Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, I am on live Twitch, TikTok, at Crest Star. We watch wrestling together. No videos, so it's DMCA and Fight TV's Wildin'. I think that was all of that. Riccicito, where can they find you? Uh, Right, right here. Whoop, there we go. This one, right here. Follow me on Twitter. Threads, same thing, at Rick Uccino. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm dropping my conversation with Julia Hart. Uh, 9 a.m., the video goes live on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast channel. That is B-L-E-A-V. Uh, do me a favor, hit subscribe, like, share, uh, 
that video out. I would really appreciate the support. Myself and SP3, we are going to continue our Tuesday live streams. Uh, but yes, I'm not going to be here on Fightful next month, at least on Saturdays. Unfortunately, some Cincinnati-related, uh, radio-related opportunities fell into my lap, and I have to take them. I just absolutely have to take them. Um, I'm hoping to be back here on the Fightful channel in November. We'll see how things roll, but for right now, I'm not going to be here on Saturday nights in October. I'm hoping Sean will stick me around, keep me around somewhere, because I really do enjoy being a member of the Fightful family. But you can catch my work on Believe in Pro Wrestling and CagesideSeats.com by following me on Twitter threads and all that stuff always at rick uccino as you see it on the screen there it has been uh, a blast as always cresta don't forget guys nine minutes from now our no mercy review show is going to be starting right here on the fightful youtube channel like share subscribe like this video go watch that one like that video subscribe to the fightful youtube channel if you haven't already and subscribe to fightful select just five bucks get all the big news stories right to your email before they head elsewhere take care guys hopefully i'll talk to you in november peace bye